It's a brand new Loftus Party podcast. Hope you had a great Fourth of July. We've got a great show for you today. It, it, uh, we are we got a guest. We got Reno Collier, who's going to be here. Reno was on the road with uh, with the Blue Collar Comedy Tour. He's on the road with me now and Brian Hayner now. He's a great dude. So we got that coming up. We got we got the the Gimlet in full effect. Uh, after a, a little bit of a, a wacky uh, scare from a bug bite last week, how you yep. feeling? I'm feeling much better. That's good. We we don't like that. We don't like that. I don't like the uh, the allergic reactions uh, to. Yeah. To, That's Apparent, no fun. Apparently, I'm I'm allergic to like a myriad of bugs now, and uh, I actually have to go find out which ones so we can prevent these things from happening in the future. That's important to do. That happened. Yeah. I, I, I told you this uh, when we were on the phone talking about it. Like my sister, uh, my oldest sister, who had been her entire life stung by a bee, no problem. Stung by a bee, no problem. Stung by a bee, no problem. Uh, and then uh, she was like 40 something. She got stung by a bee and almost killed her. Uh, fortunately, she had a background in nursing. So she's like, something bad is happening. Okay. So <laughs> it's a it's a packed show. And there's things that I definitely want to talk about. I definitely want you guys to know, and I think I already did that, Reno Collier is going to be on the show. We'll talk about the earthquakes uh, in L.A. We'll talk about the Trump parade. I want to give uh, a little bit of grief to Kamala Harris, who, oh, she who evidently – she has never cracked a history book. She has never cracked a history book. The, the Women's World Cup, we'll talk about that. I, Iran looks like Iran is just – they're leading with their chin – they want to get smacked down. Okay, so this is the Loftus Party Pod. It's a it's a fun, fun show. Thank you guys so much. Just a, a couple of uh, quick words of encouragement to everybody. Holy crap. Uh, I know I do this a lot. The, the numbers continue to rise. It's so fun to watch. Uh, now, granted, we, I know we've been throttled uh, on YouTube. I know we were throttled on Facebook. Uh, however, it looks like their their foot is off our neck. It's so – it's it's – fun to watch in a weird way it's horrible to watch when the numbers go down you're like what in the heck happened and then the article comes out and they get busted and then all of a sudden oh everything's back to normal everything's back to normal <laughs> it's wonderful so uh big big show and don't forget to go to firearmguards.com firearmguards.com uh they, they've got these amazing pouches that will just in Take the humidity, take the moisture out of the air. It's fantastic. It's organic. I got mine coming in the mail. They're going to do their own uh, website for for people who listen to this show, and it's it's fantastic. So go do that. Make sure you you use the code MAGA, M-A-G-A. Okay, so July 4th, probably my second – it is my second uh, favorite holiday. We had an absolute uh, blast over here at Loftus Party World Headquarters. Watched a bit of the Trump parade. Didn't watch uh, the whole thing. That was much ado about nothing. That no was kidding. that was. It was like they made it sound like like literally. I I did. Uh, I was doing Fox News in the in the morning, uh, and then there was an earthquake and there was like pandemonium. But even the guy. Who was now? This is a this is a guy who what he does all the time. I've had this driver before, and I, I I don't mean to sound like a prima donna, but here's what I do. 
because it's L.A. and you never know what traffic's going to be like, Fox News, they always offer a car. And they're like, would you like a car service? And I always say yes. I always say yes, just in case there's like insane traffic. That way, me and this dude can use the carpool lane. That's literally all I'm doing. It's it's a well, Yeah, I mean, if you can't use the carpool lane in L.A. traffic and you got to be somewhere, you're screwed. <laughs> Yeah. So this guy, this guy has driven many, many people down to Fox News before, and he knows the kind of clientele who are sitting in the car with him. And this guy's like, yeah, this Trump parade, this is bad. This is this is this isn't good. That's too much like a too much like a, a dictator. And I'm like, this guy has he's been drinking the lemonade. He really thinks that it's going to be like a giant parade of hundreds and thousands of tanks with live ammo. They're going to be shooting buildings. Uh, and it was a it was a fine, fine speech. Uh, unfortunately, there was there was some rain, but it was like it was it was nothing close to a Trump rally. Nothing close to a Trump rally. It was literally like rah, rah America. I thoroughly enjoyed it. You know, um, everybody might want to get out of L.A., New York, and D.C. Because for areas around military bases, that kind of stuff happens all the time. Um, <laughs> you know, you can go to almost any event across the southeast in the summer, and about 50% of them are going to have some kind of military flyers overhead. Yeah. Just yeah, to show off, I mean, what do you think the Blue Angels do? It's a celebration of the military. It's a celebration of that level of skill. Is it showing off a little bit if the president has decided to do it in Washington, D.C.? Yeah. So what? Yeah. <laughs> do you know what like, I mean? It's like, you people, give me a break. But it wasn't even, like, close to what, like, France does. Oh, I know. Which is which France, but I tell you, they're, they're, they're quickly turning into... Uh, the the death of free speech. They're doing some horrifying stuff no in France. Boy, get rid of your French face, uh, Facebook page, everybody. Your French Facebook page. Well, I, I actually wouldn't be surprised with some of what the French are talking about now if Facebook and Twitter just don't make themselves available. You really have to question it. Like, for you guys, yeah. I, don't know if we, I don't know if we talked about this on the show. I just want to get people up to speed really quick because I, I found this just to be absolutely horrifying. Uh, the French just passed a law, which is mir which mirrors a, a law that was passed in Germany as well, where where the the French government told Facebook we there there will be no more hate speech on Facebook, which oh the, that all sounds wonderful and horror uh, you know oh it's it's unicorns no more hate speech, but if you, if they the, the the stick is if if. Facebook leaves something up for more than 24 hours and the French go, oh, no, 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 that's hate speech, my friend. That is hate speech. They're going to find Facebook 4% of their global profits. Yeah, I don't even know that they can do that. They passed it into law and they scared the pant. They scared Facebook like crazy. Yeah. So now that it's really going to be a crackdown, a, a huge crackdown. God, well, God help you if you're you trying to speak your mind in France. You know what the crackdown actually needs to be? What? Um, we are just turning our service off in France. Well. Like, let the French people tell their government to go pound sand if that's a service they want. But as a U.S. company, you know, they would have a very hard time taking 4% of their global profits to start. All that means is France needs money. Seriously, <laughs> because face. I mean, what are they going to do? Have a bunch of government regulators sitting there to look for naughty language on Facebook? It'd be worth it. 
it would be worth it. No really? kidding, that's, but I mean, but that's, oh like, my like, god, that's, this that's seen that, and to me, that's where the real fascists are. That's where the yeah. real we were gonna have. We're gonna have Facebook. We will have Facebook police. We will have buildings full of Facebook police. We will monitor everything you do. If we find it to be hate speech, we will whoop Facebook into submission by taking their money by force. But, we will seize their global assets. It's really horrifying. But is it just if is it a French person who says something that's not okay if you're French? Or is it if I, as an American, say something? I, I, that's a great question. Because great I'll, question. Go, I'll go on there and I guarantee you I can offend some French people. <laughs> that's great. And then, like, the French people get in trouble if they, they give it the thumbs up. Mon Dieu, there's a French person who likes Stacy's post. We must. I could, I could offend some Germans, too. I guarantee it. I've seen some stuff from Germany on the internet. I think you're going to have a hard time offending the Germans. <laughs> okay, I could I could offend Angela Merkel. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, uh, we had a dude. This and and I love this, and I want to celebrate this and, it's and like talk about challenge I, now. Right? How do I how do I offend? How do the I German piss people? off the French? <laughs> <laughs> I was I forget what story I wrote for theloftestparty.com. Uh, but there's a, I did a couple things. There was like, there was a surfer. There's this Australian girl. Oh my gosh. Professional surfer, professional model, just insane. And this dude from Australia, uh, and I love, I love getting involved in chats on the website. The guy's like, you know, back off Mike. She's Oz. She's in Australia. And he was, then he was commenting on someone, something else that I wrote about like, uh, immigration and uh, like Australia has, and and I want to know how they did it. And I've been asking this guy on the website. Like, they they've j- really put the clamp down on illegal immigration. They're, the, well, you don't, they're an you don't island with... for starters. Yeah, which it's is like easy. <laughs> well, you're turning people away in boats, you know. And if yeah, they don't have enough an... drink, if they don't have enough drinking water, if they don't have enough food, that's like a death sentence. Like, how yeah, did know, they? But... How did they do it? How did they get? Uh, the press and the media, how do they change public opinion? That's what, that's what I wanted to know. Well, I mean, part of it was they elected the right government this time around. That was the guy who wasn't supposed to win. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and everybody's, true. oh, he's the Australian Trump. No, no, he's not. <laughs> but, I would love an Australian Trump. But, I mean, you just have, there's this entire global backlash going against unfettered immigration unfettered taxation I, I mean these guys with yellow vests over in france they haven't stopped yeah they haven't just, stopped not, protesting just it just doesn't get covered people are frustrated people are angry look at how angry british people are in london right now boy that tommy with Robinson all the knife went back crime. in jail I know. Tommy Robinson is back in jail, and the same day they put Tommy Robinson back in jail, eight people got stabbed. Good Lord. Good Lord. I, I don't want I don't want it on our shores. I really don't. That's, uh, no, that's... It, and I, I mean, it's just, it's like the left is just, I mean, there was some polling out today, and the Democrats are so far off base about what they're even arguing about if you poll the average American. I mean, there are some huge percentages for things that are in direct opposition to what the Democrats have in their platform. 
Well, they've got good lingo, though, because I, I went and got a haircut yesterday, and the girl who cuts my hair, who I think is a very good, you know, just an example of your average, you know, she's a, she's a cool person. She's a cool person living in L.A., living her best life, you know, you know, private business. She cuts hair, yada, yada. Babies in cages. Babies in cages. But that's in L.A. That's all- I know. However, but it's like it's like the little catchphrase, babies in cages. And I'm like, I'm not even going to get into it. I'm not, I'm not even, even going to go get into there. it because Obama put babies in cages in 2014 and you didn't give a shit. Exactly. Exactly. But I mean, it's- look at look at it this way. According to a Harvard Harris poll today. OK. A deal that would give us a border wall, end of the visa lottery and end chain migration in exchange for a DACA path to citizenship remains super popular at 66 percent. If 66% of Americans voted for a president, it would be called a landslide. It is uh it's so uh it's it's frustrating. Now I'm I'm happy that I've got the loftusparty.com. Uh, you know, we've got this podcast and then mm-hmm. I'm going on the road and telling jokes and I can talk to the people. So that seriously there's like a bit of empowerment there. However, it's just so insanely frustrating to, to watch uh, all of these, you know, the AOCs of the world and the Kamala Harris's and all of it, they're, they're talking about these detention centers, detention centers. But like when the Trump administration is like, hey, we got a crisis down here. We're going to need more money, you know, to, to to have more judges and process these people and the detention centers. Facilities, and yeah. Yeah. And they're like, no, you don't get another nickel. You don't get another nickel. And like, OK, well, we need some more mattresses. We need some more beds. No. No, you don't get mattresses. You don't get it. And then to have those same people who denied the funding to have better, you know, services for illegal immigrants, uh, to have them go look at these conditions. Look at these conditions. That's literally. And then just lie about it. It's it's so disingenuous. It's like it's like going up to a kid who's got a uh, a sippy cup of apple juice, and then you smack the the sippy cup full of apple juice out of his hands. And then you turn around and you call the cops because that kid doesn't have a sippy cup of apple juice. It's like you're responsible for the problem, you morons. You're responsible. Our Congress is the worst. But, Congress but is the, the Congress is the worst. But you know what I think part of our problem actually is? Hmm. We're actually like bathed in it all the time and pay attention. Because right. as of this poll, a big majority, 59%, say immigration authorities have been have done a good job or fair job dealing with Ill, illegal immigrants in custody. Well, the American so close people- to 60% of Americans are like, yeah, we're doing the best we can, no matter what AOC says. Exactly. And I think the, the majority of Americans have we were sick of it and it's coming back around again. This whole catchphrase. We have a broken immigration system. We have a broken immigration. System, and they're going to have the whole big fight and they're going to start talking about DACA and they're going to start talking about visas and visa waiver and green cards and blah, blah and guest workers and da, da, da. And until you can get to that big, giant problem, build a wall, build a fence. You have to give tell people that, that take away the incentive. All right. First of all, even if you want to come over here, you're not going to get over this thing until we can sort the rest of it out. Until we can sort the rest of it out, what it's I mean, horrible. Think about this, right? Mm-hmm. So this week we have Cory Booker. Yeah, uh, is he Warren banging Rosario uh, Rosario Dawson? She's I a keep... beard. Anyway. Okay. 
Boy, I didn't you're, say you're that out that. loud. You're on that like you know something. I don't know something, but her whole little hee 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 on TV was like, did he pay you for that? Um, <laughs> anyway, so if you look at this, 60, he's down on the border walking people across the border. Walking illegal immigrants across the border who have already been, been put on the Remain in Mexico program. Then we have a congresswoman who's sending her staff down to the border, bringing people over and lying and saying they don't speak Spanish, so they have to come into the United States. This is, we had all the Democrat candidates say we want to decriminalize illegal immigration, right? Yeah. All of them. 66% of Americans want a border wall, <laughs> ending Does the visa work? lottery. End chain migration in exchange for a DACA path to citizenship. Not not re not restarting the DACA program, but dealing with those people that were already on it. Right? Yup. Yup. Sixty six percent and a majority, fifty four percent, say people that should only be able to seek asylum in the U.S. if they are fleeing political or religious persecution. And a majority say those with questionable asylum claims should be immediately turned around and said, go back to Mexico. And then, I love this number, and it's going to make you laugh. Okay, bring it. A majority, 51%, say if a deal is not reached on asylum and all this other stuff, then the administration should move ahead with a mass roundup and deportation of illegal immigrants. It, it's all like common sense. It's I know. All, it's all just common sense. But then you look at what the Democrats are doing, and it's like, can you people not read a poll? It, well, they, 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 they must. They don't. They must not read the ones they disagree with. Like, can you They're, not? I think they are literally convinced by some of the data that's come out of the left that there's all these non-voters and marginal voters that agree with them and are going to come out and vote this year. That that could be it. That could be it. They might they might think that they've got all the votes. All they have to worry about is giving more free stuff away and not deal with this problem because because after a while they will turn into Democratic voters. They might they they you might have just hit it on the head. They might just be thinking that very thing. It's not even it's not even about the illegal immigrants. It's literally only about half of America votes. Right. They're saying all of these disenfranchised voters that they have to go out and mobilize will come and vote for Democrats because they agree with them. You're talking about truly marginalized communities. Who gets hit hardest with unfettered illegal immigration? Well, that is the wonderful thing. That's the, that's the, the, the Christmas surprise that's going to mm-hmm. be coming up because it'll be it'll be fun to watch. And it kind of is, you know, the Democratic debates, blah, 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 blah. And then at some point, it's going to be some Democrat versus Donald Trump on a debate stage. And he will talk about these issues in a way that America responds to. It's like, hey, that's great that you want to give away X, Y, and Z. But in reality, here's what's going on. And it'll be it'll be wonderful. It'll be the 4th of July and 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 1776 all wrapped up into one. It'll They're be awesome. They're going to lose the house. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. And I and I tell you, and I'm already worried about this. This is just me be, becoming, I guess, jaded by following politics for so long. Uh, Republicans better be on their best behavior. I, I really think that the Republicans, conservatives, the right wing, uh, 
we can take back the House. I, th- I, I think we can hold on to the presidency. I think we can take over the House and hold on to the Senate. And if that should happen again and the right is in charge, I want every conservative n- right now, I'm, I'm telling you right now, you better be on your best behavior. I don't want to hear about, you know, hey, we're allowed to to dump uh, nuclear fuel into the Pacific because we no no, no. we're going to protect the environment. Uh, you're we're going to make small we're going to make government small again. And I tell you what, if anybody's like just in there to be a grifter and oh, I got a twenty million dollar bonus because I took the nope nope nope. We have to be holier than thou. We have to be on our best behavior and stop spending so much damn money. Watch it. Like, oh, whatever. I'm, I'm already I'm already well, I'm and, at people who haven't done anything wrong. If we keep Trump, keep the White House and we win back the House. Fix immigration, period. Oh, there will be there. Ooh, I can't even imagine. I can't. OK, so here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to take a little break. We got Reno Collier uh, coming up, a little interview with Reno Collier. Make sure you guys go to firearmguards.com, and it, it's great for your your gym bag, your locker, your your truck, all that stuff. I know it sounds like a crazy commercial because it kind of is. Use uh, use code word MAGA when you when you order yours. It's like it's like flipping like. It's like 20 bucks, and I, I think you're going to save like 20% when you get it. Anyway, we got Reno Collier on the show. I don't want to mess around anymore. This dude's really funny. We're doing shows together. It's hilarious. Uh, you've seen Reno on the History Channel, on NBC, and a bunch of other stuff. Here's me and Reno Collier. As promised, we are joined by Reno Collier. Reno, I'm going to do a little bit of an intro here. A little bit of an <laughs> intro for Reno. <laughs> do it. Uh, a very funny dude. We met a, a long time ago when you were living in Los Angeles. Uh, then Lord knows what happened. Then I hear that you're on the road with uh, the blue collar comedy people. You're on the road with the 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 Tomater fella, yeah, uh, the Larry the Cable guy, that fella. Uh, you're all over the place. Then finally, you and I figured out a way to do some uh, comedy together. We're doing this MAGA country uh, comedy. We're going across the country. We're going to be in Orlando. We're going to be in Tampa. Uh, holy smoke. And we're, we're raising money. We raised a lot of dough in Nashville. And we raised a lot of dough in Huntsville for a charity that is near and dear to your heart, A Soldier's Child. We'll be talking about that. So we've got the best of both worlds, dude. We're telling jokes. We're making fun of the left. We're raising money for uh, a good charity. So uh, how you doing today, Reno Collier? I'm doing wonderful, my friend. I'm looking forward <laughs> to our show. <laughs> I'm good. I love when that people talk been... about that because I sound like such a good person. You know? I, I, dude, I love it when when I get when I'm like uh, on someone else's podcast or I'm on the radio or something, and they'll they'll do like like legit like so. Then you did this, and then you did that, and you're like, wow, I'm I'm pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, and the greatest thing was is you missed 90% of it, so I'm even better than what you said. Well, let's hear, dude. Let's hear. <laughs> oh, I'm uh, yeah, jingle all the way to uh which I can't believe the academy didn't recognize my work. Dude, in. that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Yeah. That, that's your opener. <laughs> jingle all the way to who was it? Was a, who was in Jingle All the Way Two with you? Who were you? Larry in that? the Cable Guy. Every every movie credit I have is starring Larry the Cable Guy. I, why did I think that was Schwarzenegger? He did the first one. Oh, okay. Yeah, we had a different budget. It hey, let me little... ask you this then. I'm gonna, I'm just going to cut to the chase, 
or just like super fast? Because I, yeah. I know you've got a long list of credit. How did you and uh, Larry the Cable Guy meet? I was uh, I was living in Los Angeles. And, well, I met him when I was a bartender at the Punchline in Atlanta. And I used to work the door and work the kitchen. I did all every job I could get in there. And he was a feature act. And we just became buddies. And then I went out to L.A. And I had gotten like three development deals in a row. And I couldn't get a show me? on the air. Yeah, and I couldn't get a show on the air. And I'd get right up to the pilot and then it was gone. And it was like, man, I'm just going to end up being that guy who is just every year it's the same. You know, he can't get on. So I was, we were, my ex-wife and I were about to have our first kid. And I was like, I'm getting out of here. I'm, I'm going to move to Nashville. And when I, cause she was from here. And when I was in the process of moving back, my agent at the time was like, Hey, look, there's these, this redneck thing or whatever tour that's going on. And, uh, and the, the movie had just come out and they were like, how would you like to talk to these guys about working with them? Cause they wouldn't care where you lived. And I was like, yeah, man. So I they came out and saw me, and then uh, I signed on with them. And then the tour bus where did, used to leave out of Nashville. Wait, hold up, hold up. Where did they see you? Where did you, did you like, you showcased for them? At the Improv then, in L.A. Really? At the Melrose Room? Yeah. Now, hold up. Who who came out? Was it the agents, or was it like? It was the management. It was J.P. Williams. It was the management company that oh, okay. started the blue collar thing and they represented Foxworthy and cable guy and Ron and bill and all that. Um, so they were like, look, go ahead and move to Nashville and we'll put you on tour with these guys. And I ended up doing it for 10 years. Damn. Um, damn. Um, yeah. And then I hosted a show on NBC called great American road trip. And I hosted a extreme fishing show on animal. Pl I got dude. I left LA and I could get shows on the air from Skyping from the back of a tour bus. Cause when they can't get you is when they really want you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I couldn't get, I couldn't get on TV. And then they'd call and be like, Hey, we want to see Reno to come in and read for, you know, this hosting thing. And they're like, no, and they're like, what do you mean? No. And they're like, he's on an arena tour. And they're like, well, wait a minute. Now we have to have him." Like they couldn't take the fact that they're like, now, nah, you know, he's not going to come in just to read for you. Yeah. So it, it moved me up to the producers and then the network. So I'd go right to network. It just, I got both the last two shows from Skyping from the back of a tour bus. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Now, let me ask the, let me ask the question that I'm sure is on all our listeners minds, which is, uh, what are those guys like? What's, uh, what's Larry, the cable guy like in real life when you're on, when you're on a bus with them driving around the country, telling jokes, is it hilarious all the time? It's, Is he one of those guys that doesn't have an off switch? It's no, it's not. It, it's like a nine-year-old with fifty million dollars. Dude, that's my dream. It. I mean, that we is my dream. The bus at Walmart and get like army men and BB guns and I mean, it was like childish, ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it was. It, and he's the sweetest person you'd ever meet in your life. Like. He he was he was amazing to be with, and he was you know I, I love the dude. My uh my buddy, our friend rather, uh, Billy Gardell, uh, yeah, tells me this Billy. story that I just find heartwarming. I just think it's so great, and and it it bears repeating. Uh, his son, you know, back in the day, was way into cars, like every little boy in America was. Just loved cars, loved cars, loved tow mater. So, uh, Billy calls up uh we'll call him Larry the Cable Guy. For the yeah. sake of this, <clears throat> yeah. and and uh, 
just to say, hey, great job in the movie. We really enjoyed it. And then and then uh, Lair the Camel guy is like, well, put put your son on the phone. And so yeah. Billy and all of this is just like Larry the Cable Guy being a cool dude. Billy puts his kid on the phone, and then Larry has like a twenty minute conversation as Toe Mater with yeah. the kid. That's just yeah. gotta. That's gotta be. Hey, how you doing over there? I tell you what, I was t- I had to get that racer car out of the ditch the other. Day. That's just fantastic. That's fantastic. Dude, he used to call my kids' birthday parties and talk to all the kids. He like after every show. He'd sit out there and meet every single person. He'd go for like three hours, dude. We'd have to be in another city, and he'd hold the bus driver. He's like, "Look, you know, the show would be over at nine thirty, and he's like, "We'll leave at one." And he would talk to people's parents on the phone. He took every picture. He like, that's that and- Nashville sensibility, man. That's that. Yeah, thing. I know he's not a Nashville guy, but you always hear about like they do they do fan week or whatever. And I to me yeah. that's like the best thing ever. And I'm like, dude, it's like, I'm conflicted, honestly, about like, like you and I, uh, we're, we're doing some dates together. It's you and myself and Brian Hayner, Brian Hayner, an amazing guitar player, amazing comedian, just crazy skills. Uh, it's, it's an incredible show. It's this, this MAGA country comedy and we're selling these VIP tickets. Uh, and, and I want to sell a lot of them. Yeah, <laughs> but like I'm gonna be honest, you guys, uh, w- we will be hanging out. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> a little hint: buy the VIP ticket, but don't get mad at us <laughs> when we're still saying hi to everybody else. After I know. This. I feel so, the same way, man. It's like, I mean, I, 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 I love meeting people, but I'm not gonna be like, "Hey, you got a VIP ticket?" You know what we yeah, gotta hey, do? If, if you did, if you didn't, if you didn't buy the VIP, don't even make eye contact. You know what right? I mean? I'm happy right. that anybody comes to see me, and you too. You know what I mean? Like we're, so here's what we I, gotta do. Here's what we gotta do. We gotta we gotta increase the VIP package. We gotta put in like uh, a free drink. We gotta add some chicken wings or some some food, something. So, yeah, so. Hater has to play any song that you mention. <laughs> Hater the jukebox. <laughs> Stick so, a quarter in his ass. Let's see what he's got. <laughs> So this is great because um, we started doing this, and our first show uh, was in Nashville, which which was an amazing show. Which that's when I knew like this is this is really going to be great. This is because yeah. it's it's uh, it's it's heavy hitter central. And you guys, uh, I'm just going to just tease this right now. In some of the cities that we're going to, uh, there there will be special guests. It's you know that we're gonna have our our friends joining us and and unannounced special guests. So wherever you are, it's Orlando on uh, July 10th, then Tampa July 11th, and then in September uh, we're heading to Kansas City and Omaha and Des Moines. And there's gonna be more dates added soon. It's wonderful. Now here's the other thing, and I and I don't wanna I don't wanna forget to add this. We're also raising money for uh, a soldier's child which is a great organization. Uh, so, and, and that's, that's your gig, man. You, you've been yeah. doing that for a long time. For 10 years, last year was our 10th uh, celebrity golf tournament that I hosted uh, here in outside of Nashville. And what we do is, is for any kid who's lost a parent, whether it be in war or because of whatever's happened when they've gotten home, um, through their 18th birthday, we put on a birthday party for them. And we have kids in all 50 states. We have over 3,000 kids right now. Um, yeah. We put on a birthday party for them in honor of their parent. Um, and we also have summer camps 
where all these kids can get together and be with kids who have been through a similar experience, which is horrific. But it, 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 we try to instill that they're not by themselves. They're not alone. Um, we have hunting trips. We have college scholarships. Um, and we've had everybody like J.J. Watt went on a hunt. We've had, we've had all these different people that get involved with us. We had a songwriting um, summer camp where the kids got to work with Nashville songwriters and singers to put together a song. So they kind of take their feelings and what they've been through. I didn't to, mean to laugh at that. I didn't mean to laugh at that. <laughs> what are you laughing at? That's what I'm thinking. You've got like a professional song. What? A professional songwriter. Like, a, no, it's just funny. Uh, like what, a are great... you, what is wrong? Are you having a stroke? No. I'm just, <laughs> I can hear the song in my head. You got like a great country music artist. He's like, I'll write a verse. And then the eight-year-old is like, and then I'll write one. So, yeah, no, no, no. But, so it's like, do, as the stars they, shine down on your countenance. And then no. the kid comes in, duty, duty, butt, butt. No, dude. <laughs> It's about it's about what they've been through, jackass. It's not just them popping off like tweedle tweedle dumpling. Good God, Michael, you are not a spokesman for a soldier's child. <laughs> anyway, that's a I, funny skit, dude. That's a funny, funny skit. Well, the, it's a great the kids, the kids that that we have, we have sponsors, bicycles and Gibson guitars, and so that we try to just treat these kids, you know. And I don't, I don't know, man, I'm a crier. So every single one of those things I've had to do shows after we do like a presentation. Oh no, no, oh, my don't. God, dude. No, I mean, I've open, I like with tears in my eye, like you can visibly see that I've been sobbing. I, I got like, transvaginal mesh. Yeah. Yeah. Knock, knock. Oh God. <laughs> dude, it's, it's so terrible. I told the guy, I'm like, look, I'll be glad to do shows to raise money, but they have to be separated. It can't be the same, you know. Yeah, anyway. I, I I have a thing where like I don't go, I won't go if I'm doing a private party like a corporate show or something. Uh, one time, uh, they were like, okay, so after dinner, you'll go on and we'll serve dessert. And I thought, oh. I thought it was that's how it was going to go. I thought there was going to be dinner, entertainment, and jokes from me, and then dessert. No, she, what what this chick meant was. While you're on stage, we'll be serving dessert. And i that's when it occurred to me. I am not better than chocolate cake. Right. <laughs> right. Like, and, I, and, then I, and I'm thinking I can't get I can't even get mad at him because if I'm sitting there watching somebody and I'm laughing and then somebody goes, ooh, here's some chocolate lava cake. I'm like, ooh, there's chocolate lava cake. Like I'm totally going to be focused yeah. on that. I can't imagine going on stage after heart wrenching uh, stories of of loss and hope and that's a hooey yeah yeah it's it's but anyway so we do the golf tournament uh every columbus day um here and we have all kinds of dude we've had like the guys from leonard skinner and i since i i'm like the point person for it because i host it and all that stuff and i get like these random call like this guy calls me and uh he's like hey man uh he goes you cool if i have a dd a dd and, and yeah, a designated driver. I mean, he plays oh. Leonard Skinner. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I don't care who brings you. He goes, not for the ride there, like around the course. And I go, <laughs> around the course. He goes, is there room in my cart for this kid to drive me? I'm like, we tee off at like 8.30 in the morning. He's like, yeah, I know. 
I know. What's your point? Yeah. <laughs> and, and dude, he shows up. He had cut off blue jeans. It's at a really nice country club. He has cut off blue jeans, this ripped T-shirt, a ball cap on. He can't hit the ball. He doesn't care. He was there for the kids. But he literally, this kid, this kid drove him around. And it was, you know when you see you see famous people and you get around them and you go, God, I, I hope that they are like I think they are. Yeah. So we're sitting there and his hair's all long, and, you know, and somebody who had bought a team or whatever comes over and is trying to be funny. You know, they hang out with comics and musicians all day and they think that, you know, and he walks over, he goes, he looks at the guy from Skinner. He goes, hey, man, he goes, who are you? And the dude from Skinner goes, man, if you don't know, I ain't going to tell you. And he just looks away from him. And I was like, that's the, that's the most beautiful, like, <laughs> and the guy sitting there waiting for him to say something else. He would not look at him. He wouldn't say anything. I just, I don't know. They're, they're that's fun, man. Fantastic. I, 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 I want to go. I want to go. You're going. I already, you already have a team. You're on and Hainer's going and so is his kid. I want to be on with the Skinner dude. I want to talk. I just want to talk guitars and Skinnered. Oh, dude, the stories, like I, I, I play in a lot of these things and, and like Vince Neal, you know, really? Paint, yeah. And I thought I had cool road stories with the blue collar tour. My friends would come out and be like, they're like, Oh my God, can we get on the tour bus? I'm like, yeah. And they have these, like, they've seen like behind the music Motley crew and they get on the bus and there's a bunch of dip cups and beer cans and an empty pizza box. And they're like, this sucks. And there's like yeah. three fat guys talking about being married. It's not, <laughs> and, it's, then you hear it ain't rock and roll. No, Good God, no. And, and then you hear these stories, you know, of these rock freaking bands. I was just, you re I realized I, my stories suck. It's, uh, it, it is, it's very humbling. It's very humbling when, when you hang around like, like legit, like rock stars and stuff. And you think, wow, I've got it pretty good as a stand up and I'm reaching, I've, I've reached a certain level of success. And, and then the rock and rollers just. <laughs> Crush Dude, your it's, dreams. it's just musicians like I, I i did a lot of uso stuff right so yeah. toby keith toby keith came to one of our shows and we were sitting backstage and i was telling these stories about shooting these m60s and grenade firing grenades and you know all this and, and i think my stories are good you know they're, they're fun and they're and he, he goes man he goes i don't want to be one of those guys that outdoes it but he goes i got one he goes it was like two weeks before he was going to iraq and his opening act fell out and, he, and Toby's going like, I got to figure out who's going to, you know, come do this thing. And he's racking his brain. He goes, Nugent, Nugent will come. He calls him up. He's like, Nugent, you want to go to Iraq? He's like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. And he's like, it's in like two weeks. He's like, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Put me down. I'm in. So they fly him over private to do this USO tour. And Toby and, and Nugent, they land the plane in Italy and get, get him off the jet to go through customs. And Nugent's pacing back and forth on the tarmac. And Toby's going like, hey, man. What he go, Toby's like, I know he doesn't drink. He doesn't do drugs. He's like, he just looks like he's about to lose it. And he goes over to him and he goes, hey, man, what's going on? And Newton's like, look, uh, my pistol's taken apart. It's hidden throughout the airplane, but I have 100 rounds of ammunition wrapped around my stomach. And Toby's like, he goes, what? He goes, yeah. He goes, what are you doing with 100 rounds of ammunition? He goes, I got 99 for the Iraqis and one for Uncle Ted. And Toby's like, we're playing the guitar, you jackass. So... They, they they don't find his gun. They get over to Iraq and they do all these shows flying around, you know, to the different bases. And it's yeah. the last day. And on the last day of these tours, 
they let us blow up everything. Like we shoot everything. You're you're on the middle of the desert. You can do whatever you want. So Toby said he's down. He's shooting this M60 into this berm. He's like, and the troops are like, Toby. And he's like, my guys. He's like, I'm just feeling on top of the world. He goes, then Nugent gets down. And he's like, gah, 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 with the M60. And he runs out of ammunition. And he said he, that he stands up. And he pulls his pistol out. And the troops are like, oh, my God. He's got his own gun. They're like, Nugent. And he just starts <laughs> dropping clips. He's like, pow, 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 pow. Pow, 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 pow. Pow, 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 pow. And everyone's like, Nugent. They're going crazy, right? So they get done. And Toby goes to the lady from the USO. And he's like, hey, uh, you know, Nugent, I want to come back you know, in like six months. And she's like, Toby, you are welcome anytime. But Ted Nugent is banned from Iraq. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, what? He goes, she goes, he brought his own gun. She goes, do you know how many international laws he's broken going into these bases and everything all around? So Toby's like, then I had to tell Nugent and I had an eight hour flight back with him. And he's just crying. Like, what do you mean? I can't go back to Iraq. Like, what are you just <laughs> That's hilarious. That's hilarious. That's like telling the kid there's no more Christmas. Yeah. That's yeah. oh, poor Nuge. Poor Nuge. Poor Nuge. Poor Nugey Nuge. <clears throat> Dude. Um, so you got a bunch of friends down in Florida too, yeah? Yeah, man. We're gonna we're gonna these are they all are coming out? Big. They're coming to the are yeah, they coming out? Absolutely. Yeah, man. Our old tour manager and a bunch of people, and they're all you know, a lot of people act like they're afraid to say that they're conservative. You know, like they kind of, yeah. well, you know, I don't really care. I'm kind of, you know, I mean, I believe in it, but I don't know, you know, you know, and they look around before they talk. But these guys, these freaking rednecks don't, they don't, well, that's what <laughs> I, they don't look dude, around. They don't, you know, you just nailed it. Like, that's the whole reason <clears throat> for these shows. Cause that's like, yes. the, that's, that's what I want to get rid of. That's I want. I don't want people to have to like look around before they answer. There's nothing like people should not feel bad. About like, yeah, I, I voted for Trump. I voted for the guy who's going to get back to the Constitution with the Supreme Court. I voted for the guy who's going to make government smaller. Uh, I voted for the guy who's going to protect our borders. I voted for the guy who's going to be pro-small business. I voted for the guy who's going to, you know, uh, increase uh, jobs, manufacturing jobs. I voted like seriously. It's it's yeah. crazy that people are still. <clears throat> All that and stuff I gets washed underneath BS social issues. Yeah, but yeah, but he's not for this. He's not for this. So what? And by the way, it's not like you put up some golden knight to run against him. Like, how quickly <laughs> people forget, like, you voted for Trump, racist jerk. And it's like, you put up Hillary. Like, you, yeah. how can you even, how can that even still be, oh, you know, people just forget. Our news cycle is 20 seconds now. And people's memories are nothing. You know, everything is whatever happened. You know, LeBron James is the greatest basketball player that ever played. Yeah, if you look back six years, but if you go from before you were born, dumbass, there's a whole lot of people. <laughs> everything is just in the now. Greatest of all time. Amazing. People, everything's amazing. It's amazing. These French fries are amazing. No, that's a freaking potato, you dumbass. God is amazing. <laughs> the sunset is amazing. You know, that's a potato. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm all, all up on coffee, and I want to punch somebody. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It, it. But people are going to have to come out to the shows uh, to see more. Uh, they're going to have to come out. Oh, oh, hold on. What's your website? What's your website so people can come? It's uh, renocollier.net. 
because some jackass in China bought my dot com. It was it was only you could only buy it for like thirty seconds. They bought it and won five grand. So now I'm a not dot net dumbass. You're a winner. You're a winner. And I want to tell you, dude, your Facebook videos are amazing. They're Thank amazing. You. Are you using the word amazing? <laughs> I am gonna. <laughs> you're the great, you're the greatest of all time. Did you see mine this week? Did you see mine? I posted it yesterday. Yes. I the, love it. Don't ask bottle, me about it, but I love it. I'm a huge fan. Dude, you're hurting. <laughs> you're hurting me. The bottle cap challenge. The bottle cap challenge. It's epic. It's epic. You have to go look at it now. Go to the Loftus Party. Go to go to my YouTube channel, uh, the Loftus Party, and watch it. It's the bottle cap challenge. I made it yesterday. It makes me laugh. It cracks me up every single time. Can, you do you what? have a YouTube? Do you have a YouTube? No. No, but you know Are what you kidding me, doing? dude? No. I No. Dude. I'm old. You know what your videos do? Your uh, videos, increase awareness. Help, no, not, not help only that. Know what I'm no, up to. Not only that, they mend relationships. You are somebody who I love and my dad loves, and it's one thing we can watch together that we don't fight about. <laughs> it's the what we I, I, as soon as if I feel an argument coming on with him because he'll argue with me over how grass grows. If there, if I feel so, I'm like, hey, do you want to see one of Michael's videos? And we both watch it and laughs. So you're bringing joy and bringing families back together. I don't know how it gets better than that. I got it doesn't get better fun. than that, Michael. Oh, all right, buddy. Well, thanks for spending some time with us. You guys, I'm not done, come Michael. Out. I have a lot more I'd like to talk about. Come out and check women's out. soccer. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, I wrote a thing about women's soccer at the, at the loftusparty.com yesterday. It's getting a lot of a lot of blowback. A lot of people are mad about it. Very very big opinions. They won yeah. by the way. But they won, by the way. Okay, so Orlando Improv, July 10th. Tampa Improv, July 11th. Come out and check out uh, Brian Hayner. Check out my buddy Reno Collier and myself. It's a it's a phenomenal show. You will not feel bad about no. leaning it's not to hateful. the right. It's not hate. It's fun, man. Everybody needs to get knocked around, and nobody makes fun of the left. Everybody gets to sit and listen to the right get smacked up constantly the show's not even dirty it's just fun but everybody deserves to get knocked around a little bit i love it you're good with the commercials all right buddy i will <laughs> I, I will talk to you uh i will talk to you soon and i will see you uh next week down in florida looking forward to it my man have a good one bud see you bye and then we'll just go five four three two one. I love having guests. I love having guests. We got to do that more often. You know who I, oh my gosh, it's Ka uh, Ka Casey Dillon. Cassie Dillon. She, I, we got to get her on the show. She's, she was over at the Daily Wire for the longest time. We got a bunch of people. We'll line them up. We're going to bring you the best. We're going to bring you the best. Oh my gosh. And here's the other thing, you guys. Uh, we figured out what was going on with the, the merchandise. At, at theloftestparty.com, like T-shirts and uh, and coffee mugs and everything. Uh, so what 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 I did was uh, with the store, we moved it over to the pimp it tab. So if you go to theloftestparty.com and you're like, wow, where can I get a T-shirt? Where can I get a coffee mug? Uh, you know, travel mug. Go to pimp it, and the link is there to the store. It's all very exciting. It's all just getting better and better. And if you dig what we're doing, and if you want to support. Uh, the website and the videos and and all of that, uh, we are on Patreon we, uh, as well. And so if you want to help us out, we would appreciate it. All right, so we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, – we, we were talking a bit about the, the wacky Democrats and what their plans were. I was shocked today 
I made the mistake of, of waking up and having coffee and turning on the news. There was, it's a good news, bad news thing. I was going to say, don't you do that every Sunday morning? I, I got out of the habit. I used to. No, seriously. Oh, okay. I used to, I used to get up and I would watch uh, the Sunday shows. I'd watch like, uh, you know, Media Buzz. I'd watch uh, yeah. Chris Wallace. And it was literally. It's, it's it was not just all heroes wear cape. It was just, it's, it, it's, it's just people arguing, man. And it's like, uh, whatever. Uh, Chris Wallace, every once in a while, it's, it's good. Media buzz every once in a while, it's good, but, uh, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, I was surprised to see this Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris, uh, is talking about, she's going to, if she's elected president, she's going to get some legislation passed. That's going to, uh, do government help for people to uh, buy houses? She's yeah, we going did to that once, <laughs> right? It did not turn out well. No, it caused a it caused a housing crash. And she's literally pitching it again. I she's know. Well, literally... she's not just doing that. She's pitching that in conjunction with rent relief, <laughs> like government control over what well, you. No, it, well, because it will mostly affect people in California and New York, right? So yes. maybe they won't leave now and they won't lose their congressional majorities. If you pay more than 30% of your of your um, salary and rent, you will be subsidized. So me living in Georgia in a low-tax state and our, our, our friend Reno who lives in a zero state income tax state and yeah. where we pay for our property and have done – we're going to pay taxes – so that some schmuck in San Francisco can pay their rent a little easier. You want to live in San Francisco? Pay the rent. You don't like the rent in San Francisco? Elect new people who will allow them to build new stuff. It sounds so easy. It sounds so easy. I, I, I really don't. And I, it, oh my gosh, I wish I knew which episode. I would say it. I've been literally saying it for years. We've been doing this podcast. We've been doing this show for a, a while now. And I, and I remember always, and I, I've said it before, like, where does the postman live? Where does the electrician live? Like if you're in San Francisco or Los Angeles where like literally you cannot – you have to be out in Bakersfield. You have to go out to like Riverside. You have to go out to Lancaster to even even think about affording a house. Mm -hmm. It's just it's, – it's madness. It's absolute madness. And that has to – what has to happen is uh, those people just have to stop coming into the big cities. They just like literally that'll that'll cure the problem right there. When the election is like, yeah, that's that's a that's an hour and a half commute for me. I don't go out there anymore. That will end <laughs> it. That will end right. it. When the plumber's like, I know your toilet's backed up, but I can't drive two hours to fix your crapper. You're on your own. Nope. They'll just go down <laughs> to the day worker corner. Oh yeah, and that oh, yeah, that will be. Some friends of mine uh, literally played that little game. They couldn't. They, they couldn't find a, a contractor to put in like a new sp sprinkler system into their backyards. So uh, they had to go off book, and they they hired. They they made a mistake, and they hired some people who yeah we'll get the job done. And boy, that was a that was a train wreck. That was a train wreck. That um, cost them a lot of money to fix it. Stacy doesn't. Uh, contractors have left my yard. Really? Just dropped the shovels and took off? No, no, literally. I'm sorry. I didn't realize that, that this is how you put your crew together. Wow. You don't have I-9s? You don't need to be on my property. 
Skadoosh Baboosh. Well, I had this really bad experience where I was left with people who couldn't communicate with me. (laughs) Oh, boy. And completely screwed up my porch. (laughs) So, no. No. Ah, George Lopez. George Lopez. (laughs) The last time I I saw George, he was... Uh, he and his, uh, well now ex-wife, they had hired some contractors and he, he comes home one day <clears throat> and because, you know, George is very, you know, he's flipping, he's lit Latino for crying out loud. He, uh, he's, he's walking in the house and, uh, the contractor, some, some guy is, uh, taking a leak on his bushes and George is like, Hey Holmes, what's up? And the guy's like, yeah, they don't want us going in the house. Like had no, <laughs> he never even thought that George could be the homeowner. And he's just like, they're using his shrubbery as a bathroom. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. So uh, Kamala Harris has learned nothing uh, from history. The, uh, and so she's going she's gonna to take us well, down that, that pathway again. She's going to take well, us down that pathway again. Not just that friggin' busing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Have we ever figured out, was she bust? Was she not bust? Yes, it like she, she was, was bust. There's a whole bunch of memes out there. But yes, this was all taken care of several years ago when she first mentioned it. But the whole point being, like, I, I like you see a hashtag on Twitter called Heels Up Harris, right? Yeah. Um, which I get, which I get. I'm just starting to call her Waffle House because she takes these, like, Really, really hardcore stances on stuff, and within 24 hours, it's completely different. Yeah. Well, didn't a bunch <laughs> of them do that? Like on the, the Democratic debate stage, like, hey, who's who's for health care for illegals? And every hand shot up. And then literally by the time they were walking off stage, like, oh, I thought that I thought it was a different question. I didn't I don't know. Like, like she'd already made that mistake once, but she's not she's not even she's not even genuine in her answer when she's called on it because she actually does intend to eliminate private insurance plans. The only thing you will be allowed to buy is supplemental insurance plans for non-covered services. Because what she doesn't want to say or really explain is the fact that once you go to a nationalized health care plan, services are rationed. So an elective knee surgery may not be covered. You'll not only have to pay taxes so that everybody, including illegal aliens, can be covered. You're going to have to pay for supplemental health insurance in case, oh, my God, someday you need a hip replacement. Ooh, I don't see myself voting for her. <laughs> I don't I don't predict She's I'll a be cop. <laughs> <laughs> OK, we got to get to. Two other stories here. I could talk about Kamala for the rest of the show. Uh, congratulations to the the women's soccer team, to all you hardworking, fantastic athletes whose names I do not know because that one chick kind of took over. That that purple-haired, angry lesbian lady uh, hijacked your team. So I'm happy that you girls won. Uh, however, purple-haired, angry lesbian lady, eh, whatever. And I and I I legitimately do not care if they go to the White House. I really don't care. I don't even know why you'd invite them. uh, Seriously, seriously. Like I I don't even know why this whole like sports teams going to the White House thing started. I I, like I. That's a great question. Like why? 
it's a tradition that's gotten out of control. It's, it's like because tra- like everybody I think it goes. used to just be like the World Series guys, like because that's America's pastime or whatever. I think the people that won the World Series went. Now everybody goes. Seriously, like the little league. Knock World it Champions. off. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't need that. Uh, that there's something. Uh, I, what's her name? Rapino, Rapino. I don't even. Know I how couldn't to tell it. you. It's too bad. It's too bad. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. And they dominated. They dominated the World Cup. So congratulations to the unsung heroes of the the ladies of the the women's soccer team. Now, but just because that one is so pukey, I'd like to remind them they were beat by fifteen year olds in Texas like six months ago. Wasn't that is that that's true? Like like the fifteen mm-hmm. year old boys team, like the high school boys team in Texas can beat the championship uh, World Cup women's soccer team. But there are no biological differences between men and women, Michael, and you know it. I know it. I, that's just that's hilarious. That's just hilarious. And you know, I wouldn't even mention it if they weren't so pukey because a bunch of her teammates lined up behind the angry haired purple lady, purple haired oh, lady. So yeah, yeah, yeah. don't invite him. Don't invite them. I think it's great that they have like the what the some the the number one jersey and yay hooray. That's all wonderful. But if I'm Trump, I'm like whatever. Pass, pass. Yes, six people watched on TV. Yay for you. Oh my goodness. Oh, <laughs> I wonder what I yeah, I wonder what the ratings are going to be like. Okay, so uh, you know, Iran. We get we're gonna. I don't want to short uh short change the whole Iran uranium thing, but Iran. Uh, they seem like they need their their butts whooped. They're like, we're gonna enrich, we're gonna keep enriching. Now we're gonna really, su- it's you can't keep doing this, Iran. I know you. I know we gotta have a lot of listeners in Iran, they're, they're, but it's like you're itching to get your butt kicked. They're trying. They're like telling Macron, "There's a world yeah. leader. Yeah. You know, if the U.S. would knock it off, we we would stop. Really seriously, we would stop. Like like Macron's gonna call Trump like." You know, the mullahs told me. <laughs> like, hey. who's gonna believe them at this point? According to Israeli intelligence, they never stopped enriching uranium. Dig it, and then it's like, like, listen. Just because the U.S. backed out of the deal, uh, France and all those other cats uh, are still are still in it, and everyone else in the UN who signed on to this crazy treaty. And right now, Iran is enriching to the moment where, like, aren't we supposed to do the snapbacks now? Isn't this where the whole yeah. snapbacks sanctions? Snap now backs, we really heard them. Snapbacks, please. Let's go. Snap them back. Snap them back. Okay. Well, that was the other thing that was in that poll. Like, people are loving the tactics he's he's using both with Iran and with China. Like, we the American people understand who their enemies are. Yes. I'm sorry yes. the Democrats don't. And that's another thing, like with the whole with the whole North Korea Kim Jong Un thing. Listen, if you if you have somebody locked in a cage, like in America, well, we're not going to talk to him. 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 If you do that for years upon years upon years upon years, and nothing works, every once in a while you got to show them, like, hey, there's a big world out here, man. You know, check this out. You could have some of that. See that hotel? You yeah. could have something like this. You could have something like that. Then, then when you show them the carrot. And you give them a little taste of the carrot, and then if they could do it again, boom, you, you go right back to the stick. stick. And it hurts. And it hurts. Well, because it's, they've seen all the good stuff. It's not rocket science. Like, well, all of this, it's easy. I'm like, like, like the, the term I hated so much during the Obama, strategic patience. So you're patiently waiting while he's popping off missiles just for the hell of it? Yes. Yes. 
and and it's such a uh, and then in the meantime, oh, we're, we're going to reopen up uh, Cuba. We got to because what we're we reopen we, Cuba, we're right? Because what we to cash. I, it, it's such like just it's just so willy nilly. Well, you know, we've been trying this in Cuba for a long time. It hasn't worked out, so we're going to start hanging out with Cuban people, and you know, all and that's all wonderful and good, and that's smart according to the mainstream media. And then it, it's just it's just too willy nilly, and it's like who you like and who you don't like, and. I, I can't stand it. Okay, so we're going to close out with this. I am digging. Uh, first of all, I, I, I watched probably what some people would argue is the best anime series of all time, Evangelion. Uh, so if you're a total nerd, uh, I will say this. It's not the best anime of all time. <laughs> That's all I'll say about that. Yup. But like the internet went crazy when it came to Netflix. And now we're going to... Just a couple minutes. There, there's going to be no spoilers. No spoilers. I am three episodes into uh, the third season of Stranger Things. Are you watching it? No. And now, is this for like a, the reason of a boycott? Is this an anti-Netflix thing, um, or are you just too yeah, busy? Yeah, I just the, the the Netflix CEO takes me off, and I literally have not opened the app since he opened his yap. <laughs> wow, that, that was great. That was a nice rhyme. Mm-hmm. I will say this. I'm three episodes into it, and uh, the Duffer brothers, who created the show, they wrote the first two episodes, they directed the first two episodes, they did season one, season two. They, they've. It looks to me like they've done it again. It's, uh, it's one because it's, it's not the same thing regurgitated, but it is the same story. It is the same characters. There's character the characters. development. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. The kids are getting older. It's, uh, it's fun. I'm digging it. So I'm, I'm on to episode three. There will be no spoilers on the website or, or Facebook or, or on this show, uh, until I am done. <laughs> and then I'll, I'll, I'll be spoiling away. This was a lot of fun. You guys, uh, if you've got uh, a humid area in your house and you want to get that sucker dry organically, go to firearmguards.com. Use code word MAGA. Big shout out to Reno Collier and to uh, Brian Hayner. Thanks, Reno, for being on the show. Thank you guys for spending some time with us. Happy 4th of July. Go to theloftestparty.com. Uh, get yourself a shirt and see those tour dates, and we will see you out on the road. Yeah.